The point in the story that we come to is we have been looking at the story of God as the, the point where it all makes sense. You know, we've been looking at these canvases and we've been seeing all of the words on there. We've been looking at the word execution, knowing that God has had a plan and God has had a story that he has been executing perfectly throughout the ages. And we find ourselves right in the middle of this story. And tonight is the night that we get to look at God's word and we get to see how God brought it all together, how God created the most amazing reunion ever known. How many here are a part of the social network Facebook? Anybody here? Almost all of us have gotten caught up in this Facebook phenomenon. What do you think it is about Facebook in particular that has such an appeal to us? You know, when we get on there, we get to kind of listen to people's lives and see how they're doing and what they're doing, and we kind of keep track of it. But I think that at a deeper place, at least for me personally, I love getting on Facebook and looking for my long-lost childhood friends. You guys, have, has anybody found somebody on Facebook that you lost contact with, and all of a sudden, poof, they're, they're there? It's, it's amazing, isn't it? And it's really, really weird, too. Because it's like, you don't know these people anymore. I mean, I'm talking to people I haven't seen them or heard from them in over 20 years. And yet, you get on Facebook together, and it's just, I mean, you two little sentences together, and all of a sudden, it's just like, oh yeah, 20 years, pff, we've been together this whole time. I mean, it's just really, really weird to think about what this concept of Facebook has done. I remember finding this guy on Facebook. Um, oh, actually, it wasn't on Facebook. It was before Facebook. But I had found him on the Internet, and it was kind of one of those funny stories of reunion where you, you find somebody that you had lost. And I was so excited because I recognized this guy's name, and I emailed him. And I'm just like, hey, man, do you remember me? And, and he emails me back, and he's just like, no, I, I kind of don't remember you. Um, refresh my memory. And, and so I start telling him these memories that I have. And if those of you guys that know me know that my memory is, it's a little foggy. And so I'm telling this guy these memories of me and him going to school together. And I'm telling him, man, dude, I spent the night at your house. You, you used to let me borrow some of your clothes. And, you know, he was older than me. So I kind of, he had a little bit of fashion sense, which at the time, you know, I didn't know this was as good as it gets. And so I was like, hey, man, you did this for me. And, and, and all of a sudden, the emails stop from him. And I'm just like, what happened? Why, why doesn't this guy email me back? And all of a sudden, it was as if I got this download in my mind all at once of the memory that I had been pushing back in the closet that I didn't want to remember. And the memory that came back into my mind was the last conversation that I had with this guy. And we were in front of Straw Hat Pizza, and we had gotten in a fight. And I had I had said some really bad derogatory things to him, and I had forgotten all about it. And here I am all these years later, and I re I'm like, hey, I found my buddy. So I don't know why I told you that, except for just to, you never know how these things are going to go. But the thing about Facebook is it's a reunion of sorts, right? It's bringing us back together with people in our lives that we had lost contact with and catching up and all of the stuff that goes with us. And tonight, as we look at this amazing story of God and us, it's a reunion at its core. It's God coming to us and reuniting us. You guys remember when we talked about the Garden of Eden and we talked about how this whole world started and how God created the garden with Adam and he gave Adam 
all of this incredible experience of walking with him and having a relationship with him and, and how he created Eve. And we went through all of this together. And then all of a sudden, in the second chapter of the story, God's children get taken hostage. You remember? We talked about how sin came into the Garden of Eden and took them hostage. God lost his kids. And now fast forward all these years later, and God finally is at the moment when he's going to get his children back. He's going to reunite his family. He's going to bring us back to the way that we were supposed to be. In Matthew chapter 1 and verse 18, we read the story of Jesus, the Messiah. And it says, now this is how Jesus, the Messiah, was born. His mother, Mary, was engaged to be married to Joseph. But while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant by the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her fiancé, being a just man, decided to break the engagement quietly so as not to disgrace her in public. As he considered this, he fell asleep and an angel of the Lord appeared to him. In a dream, Joseph, in a dream, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, the angel said, do not be afraid to go ahead with your marriage to Mary. For the child that is within her has been conceived by the Holy Spirit, and she will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All of this happened to fulfill the Lord's message through his prophet that said, look, the virgin will conceive a child and she will give birth to a son and he will be called Emmanuel, meaning God is with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord commanded. He brought Mary home to be his wife, but she remained a virgin until her son was born and Joseph named him Jesus. This is one of the accounts that we read in Scripture. The, the, the story of God coming to us. Emmanuel, the name that was proclaimed, the name that was prophesied before Jesus came, it literally means God is with us, or God is among us. God came to us. This is the ultimate family reunion when you think about it. This is the ultimate coming together of God with his children. It happened in the most unlikely of ways, and I actually have some homework for you. I know that you guys that come here, you don't get homework from me very often, but this week is one of those weeks when you got to do a little homework. It's just necessary. So sometime during the next four or five days before Christmas, pop open your Bible and read with me Matthews chapter 1 and 2, where you'll find this story plus a lot more detail, and read Luke chapter 2. If you can't remember what this is, then text me or something, and we'll get it to you. I know it's not too hard. Matthew chapter 1 and 2 and Luke chapter 2. But if you read these passages of Scripture, you will find that there is a crazy story that unfolds. You'll find that there's a little girl named Mary who got visited by an angel. And this angel told her something that would forever change her life and ours as well. You'll find when you read this that the angel of the Lord literally told Mary that she was going to carry God. She was going to carry 
a baby in her belly, God made man. Emmanuel, God with us. God among us. You'll also read in the story of a guy named Joseph. And you'll read of of his reaction to the angel and how he freaked out and how he didn't know how to respond to this whole turn of events that happened in his life. You'll also read about some shepherds and some wise guys, some different people in this story that God spoke to and God proclaimed how he was going to do what he was going to do. And tonight as we gather here and as we look at this story of Scripture briefly and as we just think on the things that God wants us to think on during this Christmas season, as we sing the carols where we we name the name Emmanuel, as we sing joy to the world, the Lord is come, as we do all of the traditional Christmas things, it's so important that we recognize is that God had been waiting for this moment for a long, long time. See, some of us sitting here tonight, we're recipients of a father who loved us so much that he was willing to do whatever it took to bridge the gap that had been created because of sin. He was willing to do whatever it took to go after us because we were like those lost sheep and we had wandered off. And he says, I can't have it. I can't let one get away. I got to go after him. I've got to be able to find a way to bridge the gap and to reach them with my love. Some of us sitting here tonight have amazing stories to tell of a God that knows no ends, a God that will go to the end of the earth to get us and to bring us to himself. Some of us have stories that are a little bit more tame and a little bit more sanitized. But all of our stories in this room tonight all have the same exact ingredients. We all had a relationship with our daddy that had been taken away and we needed it back. And our Father in Heaven wanted it more than we did. And He went and He said, this is the way that I'm going to bring it about. This last week, I got a phone call from a friend of mine. And she was talking to me about some turn of events that were going on in her family. Very close to her heart. Very um, difficult for her to deal with. At its core, without going into much detail, there was somebody from outside the family that was trying to work their way into their family circle and trying to divide them and separate them. And she was calling me because she didn't know what to do. And she was so distraught. And we prayed and we began to talk about what would God have her do in this, in this situation. But as she was talking, I was reminded of the emotions and the feelings that we've talked about here on Saturday nights about our God and about his, his feeling toward us. And I was reminded of the feelings of a family torn apart. And I was reminded of how much it hurts and how it doesn't have to be that way and how much God wanted us back. And I was thinking about this tonight. I was thinking about the fact that in this story, we find a a little girl, Mary, whose life is forever changed because she becomes pregnant with a baby that she didn't conceive And she had to come to the reality that she carried God in her. She carried God. And you know what else I thought about? I thought that you and I carry God too. I thought that we should be able to relate to Mary just a little bit. Because everywhere that we go, we carry God. And I want to challenge you tonight. 
I want to challenge you because when we carry God within us, we have the ability to do God things. When we carry God within us, we have the ability to bring about a reunion. Just like Mary carried that baby Jesus, and because of his birth, he brought a reunion between God and man, you and I carry God, and we have the ability to bring about a reunion. And I want to challenge you that this week, this Christmas week, if there's somebody in your life If there's a relationship within your grasp and you know that this relationship has been damaged, you know that something has happened that's caused separation or devastation, you who carry God within you, would you reach out to them? Would you extend your hand? Would you do what God would have you to do and bring about that reunion? Would you pick up the phone? Would you take somebody to coffee? Would you open your heart up and be a continuation of God's love in this Christmas season. Every single person in this room has been affected by relationships gone bad. And every single person in this room that calls himself a follower of Jesus underestimates the power of God within you. You underestimate the power of what God has put inside of you to bring about healing and to bring about life and to bring about a reunion. And if there is one thing that's on God's heart this, this Christmas season that he wants from us as a present, because this is the season of giving, right? If there's one thing that I know our Father wants more than anything, it's he wants relationships restored. It's what he's all about. Jesus brings people together, right, Christana? Jesus brings people together. He's been doing it ever since he was born. There's no way in the world that those shepherds and those wise men And all of the people that converged on that scene that night should have been brought together unless one thing was going on. God was bringing people together. He's been doing it ever since he was born and he's been doing it in our hearts ever since. And God wants to use you to bring about a reunion. We're going to take communion together tonight. This is our time to be able to come to the table of God and to be able to say to him how much we thank him and how much... We remember what he's done for us. But tonight, as we take this bread and as we dip it in the cup, we're saying something a little bit more meaningful to God tonight. I was with my grandpa at a meeting this last week, and he was talking about communion. He said, when we come to the table of God, what we're saying is we're saying together that we are of Christ, but we also are saying that we are of each other that we all come to the same table, we all come to the same place, and we all partake of the same thing, the precious blood of Jesus that was shed for us and the body that was broken. And we're saying that we are of Christ and we are of each other. And as we do this, Jesus, tonight, we honor you, we think of you, we remember you. So I'm going to ask the band to come back up, and we're going to worship tonight for a few more moments, and we're going to open our hearts up to God And we're going to take communion. And our custom around here, if you've never been here, is to take this bread, to dip it in the juice, and then to go find a place to talk to God. To go find a place, whether it's at the altar or back at your seat, but to find a moment with Jesus. And we're going to worship for the next 15 minutes or so and just give you a time to begin to ask God about the relationships in your life. 
And I believe that God is going to speak something to your heart. I believe that God is going to put somebody's face on your, on your heart. God is going to say something to you specifically about bringing together a reunion of sorts, about reaching out to somebody in your life that needs to be reached out to. And I believe that God is going to speak to you in such a way that you are for the first time going to recognize the power of God inside of you and realize that you carry God with you everywhere that you go, that your mouth has the ability to speak life and you have the ability to bring healing everywhere that you go. And so as we approach this table tonight, we do it humbly, but we do it expecting something great to let God talk to us. Would you come?